one word to get to you So tell me now, do you want it? Cause these dancing feet don't cry to the rhythm they cry for you And every Saturday night that you ain't keep my tears blue And these blinding lights, they shine so bright like we're on the moon Scalzo Greg Scalzo, Josh DiMaggio, Alex G, you, the Scalzo and Russ family, calling, texting 800-990-ESPN, 800-990-3776. As we welcome in our Packers guy, you hear him every day from 9 to noon across these very stations on Wildey and Tausch alongside Jesse Nelson. Who lost to Ben Brust in bowling. You could find that full video up. We haven't even talked about it, but the full video now released. You can check out Twitter at ESPN Madison at Scalzo and Brust uh, in order to find that. Uh, but you hear him there every day. You read him at the Wisconsin State Journal. You read him at The Athletic. He is Jason Wilde. Uh, Jason, we're talking about the Rich Eisen uh, conversation where he talks about the things that he heard at the NFL Combine and that the Packers want Rodgers to retire or ask for a trade to another team, if they could make, if they could set their own fate, right, choose their own adventure, would they prefer that he just retires and goes away, or would they prefer that he asks for a trade in order for them to get some draft compensation back? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm I'm sure they would love draft compensation. Uh, my gut tells me that they would rather he just retire. I, look, I, I am firmly convinced, and, and I've had others tell me, that their strategy during part of this has been to cross their fingers and hope that he did retire. Not because, not just for the purpose of, oh, we want to start the Jordan Love era and all this other stuff, but kind of the ostrich uh, approach of, well, maybe he'll retire and we won't have to deal with any of this stuff. Uh, which I think is a terrible strategy. It's not a strategy strategy at all. It is not. Um, and and I, I think I think that might be inaccurate about ostriches. I don't think they actually bury their heads in the sand. I'm on it. Um, but but I, I knew Josh would check that for me. So look, I, I I'm I'm sad today. Uh, you sound like Tausch. Yeah, not well. I mean, frankly, the highlight of the last couple hours was. Scalzo bringing up your victory, Ben, over Jesse. That brought a smile back to my face. But, you know, look, I, I really like Tony Granado and Marco Siki and the, the crew that coached the, the men's hockey team. Uh, I know that has not gone well, and, and I'm disappointed for them. Uh, I listened to that uh, Rich Eisen clip, um, and I thought, God, this is, this is such a horrendous look, in my opinion, for the Green Bay Packers. I don't care how annoying Rodgers is. I don't care how out there he seems to be now. I don't care what his likes are on Twitter. I don't care about any of that. As the organization that fancies itself as special and different and above the fray and too good for certain things, the idea, because I, I, you know, this is now, while it doesn't use the word disgusted, it's, in, it's not any real difference from what Bob McGinn said a month ago or three weeks ago, um, that, that, that the Green Bay Packers, if accurate, are actively crossing their fingers and hoping that one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history chooses not to return to them. It's wild uh, when you say it out loud. 
I just think that that's pathetic. And I would also say this. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Um, I, I lived through 2008. Uh, and remember how close we were teetering to Brett Favre going to the Minnesota Vikings and getting them their first Lombardi trophy. I mean, he was one boneheaded interception away from getting them to the Super Bowl. Um, and that's how close it came. And then the following year, Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers to a Super Bowl title as a sixth seed that almost missed the playoffs entirely. Like, I, I understand the what-if game isn't always fun to play, uh, and if it is fun, you, you try to think of great things that could have happened that didn't. But that thing goes the other way, too. And there's no guarantee that if the Packers get what they wish for here, apparently, and Aaron Rodgers chooses to be traded or chooses to retire, which I don't believe is going to happen, it, it's either he chooses to be traded or he says, I'll see, I'm coming, I'm, I can't wait to run it back, and then they are in the <laughs> awkward position of saying, we're going to trade you. Uh, but remember, that worked out great. Favre to Rodgers worked out great, but it was w- within a whisker of working out not so great. And I know how fortunate I am that my career covering the Packers has run from 1996 through 2023 to this point as opposed to, say, running from 1976 to 2003, right? Because same 27 years, uh, I, I would have gotten to see a Super Bowl in there, but I would have also been through a lot of losing years. And there's no guarantee that Jordan Love, who I like as a human, and I have not rendered judgment on what he's capable of being, but there's no guarantee that he's not going to suck and that we're not going to embark on 70s and 80s part two. And Goody and Lafleur will have presided over picking a weirdo, free-thinking, strange thought process, not fully invested future Hall of Famer to the curb, and actually managed to find something that's way worse than what they had with him. You know, Jason, it just seems like the last time we heard Aaron talk was the Aubrey Marcus podcast, right? And he said he was going to make a decision coming soon. If you're Aaron Rodgers, he really hasn't spoke a lot. You're seeing and hearing a lot of whether, you know, it's sourced through the Packers and it's coming out through the media, through the Peliceros and the Darlingtons or the McGinn, whatever it is. Do you think Aaron is more likely to take that as motivation to want to come back and spite Goody and play well for the Packers or just say blank you guys I'll go do it somewhere yeah I think I think it will look uh, the intention of drafting Jordan Love was not to put a burr in his saddle uh Goody wanted the next quarterback and thought he had a really good one uh and maybe it turns out he will or maybe it'll turn out he has Mitch Trubisky but um that was an ancillary benefit of drafting Jordan Love is that you pissed off Rodgers and he was great back-to-back years um you will not benefit from pissing off Rodgers and having him go somewhere else, just like Brett Favre. I mean, remember how motivated Brett Favre was in 2009 and how he delivered on it. Aaron Rodgers is fully capable of that as well. I, I Why are just, they poking you know, the I bear? Would, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and frankly, I didn't think I would ever say this, but you know, the at this point, for all the weird stuff Rodgers has said or things that you find odd or whatever, however, whatever prism you view the Rodgers stuff, with Aubrey Marcus or 
McAfee or whoever else, however you view that. And I certainly have things that I take issue with. At this point, based on what loose lips around the Packers organization have said to other people that have gotten in the game of telephone, Rodgers looks like he's taking the high road, comparatively speaking, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Very much so. Which I can't believe I just said that. The guy who throws his coach and his GM under the bus in post-game press conferences Looks like he's more on the high road than the organization does. <laughs> Just working so on Jason, himself. Like with with that, right? Like with all of this, like now Aaron's the high road. The the front office was like Aaron Rodgers said when he comes back, he wants to be in a position to win a Super Bowl. Is there just too much here for him to have a potential Super Bowl run with the Packers with how dysfunctional this feels? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. And look, I want to be very clear. I don't I'm not absolving Rodgers of some of his own shortcomings. I'm definitely. I not agree. It's part that, of this whole equation. But I would say this: I firmly believe, and I, you know, I, you, everybody kind of poked fun at me because it happened so rarely, and we turned it into a sound graph on social media and everything else. But uh, I, I, I think there is valid criticism to be levied in his direction by the organization that they don't feel like. He was fully invested the way he needed to be, that his leadership was uh, on the low effort end of leadership, and that if he could be, as I put it, the best version of himself, and again, that doesn't absolve Goody from having to be the best version of himself or Matt LaFleur from having to be the best version of himself, I still don't believe that this is unsalvageable. But you need Rodgers to make some changes, and I don't think they'd be unreasonable asks. You need Goody and LaFleur to do some things differently, too. But it feels to me like they've all kind of, at least organizationally, they've thrown up their hands and said, well, wait, let's just start with a clean slate. And again, if I was a Packers fan, uh, you know, I wasn't covering the team. I wasn't quite as petrified of what would happen with the shift to Rodgers, we had seen how bad Favre had been in cold weather, even when he had a good season in 07, which is a difference between what the stats were for Rodgers this year. But uh, the chances of it going well again are so, to me, infinitesimal that I just, I would much rather, if I was a Packers fan, see Goody and LaFleur and Mark Murphy do everything they can to convince Aaron Rodgers to be a better version of what he was this past year and do some of the things that they were frustrated that he didn't do, like the off-season program and different leadership things, I would much rather try to do that than say, we're done, kind of clap your hands together to rid yourself of Rodgers, and then have him go somewhere else and be great and Jordan Love be Trubisky-esque and set you on a path of, mediocrity. I, I was I was looking at what and I know you guys gotta go, but I was looking at you know, the Rams are cutting or working to cut or trade a bunch of good players mm-hmm. and I still I just can't I was talking about this with a friend of mine today. This idea of I would suffer through nine bad losing seasons if every ten years I got a Super Bowl. I don't think people who say that they would do Hot that wash. understand nine years of sucking and how unfun that would be every single freaking week. I just don't. And, and I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen here, 
But I'm saying there's a chance of that. And it's much more likely that eight and nine with young receivers and an all-time great quarterback is the anomaly than eight and nine and perpetually just hoping to make the playoffs with a non-Hall of Fame quarterback. That's much more likely. Well said, Jason. Thank you as always. And thank you for bringing up Tony Granato, whose uh, run as Badger men's hockey coach ended today. All-time great guy. All-time great Badger. So thanks as always, Jason Wilde. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. I'm really yeah, I'm just Wildey and Tausch, 9 to noon, uh, weekdays across all of these stations. I'm glad you talked about how great of a guy he was. He's like, thanks for bringing up, you know, he got fired today. Um, but good good add in there. I mean, I just had a nice thing to say. You were Ruined supposed it. to go right to Water Joe, right, and you just get into stomp water, Joe. You just, over it. You just I grab love Water Joe. In Josh, like no, Greg, no. You just water grab Joe. the water steering Joe. wheel and drive right into the the divider. Well, it's simply water with caffeine. <laughs> That's what Water Joe is. 85 milligrams of caffeine, similar to like a 20-ounce soda. So when you're looking around, you go to the store, you see all these options, you're like, I want to be healthy, and I want some energy. Well, Look what I have for you. The best solution in the world, baby. Water freaking Joe. It's the best. It's keeping me healthy, clean energy, getting one tomorrow on my way to my workout with my guy, Maddie. It's going to be amazing through work days, at night, whenever it is. Whenever you need the healthy, clean energy, you know what to have. That's Water Joe. And the 7 for $7 deal at Meyer on one liter bottles is happening right now. 7 for $7 at Meyer. Think about that. One bottle, $1. And they're massive. It's a liter. It's not just like a little 12-ouncer. You're going to get good value, good, healthy, clean energy, 7 for $7 deer, deal at Meyer. We'll do a little water zero. Does Derek Carr signing with the Saints mean anything for Rodgers? Next, it's Galzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. I can't, I, can't, I'm not, I can't believe it. You're criminals. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.